You're listening to a Planet Pod short, bite-sized practical advice from experts about key sustainability challenges. Planet Pod shorts are brought to you by Akil Management and sponsored by The Planet Mark. My name's David Finlay and I work for the Fair Trade Foundation. When you hear the words fair trade, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Perhaps you picture the iconic fair trade blue and green mark on a chocolate bar, banana skin or printed on the side of a Starbucks cup of coffee. Or maybe you think of fair trade as a conceptual approach for doing trade differently. To some, fair trade is an audacious attempt to rebalance markets in favour of some of the world's poorest farmers, while to others it represents nothing more than a middle class fad yesterday's story, or even a negative market inefficiency. Whatever your view, through the actions of campaigners and changing business practices, the concept of fair trade has become etched into the UK sustainability landscape, with over 80% of consumers recognising and trusting the fair trade mark. But what does the fair trade mark mean in practice? Why, if at all, is fair trade still relevant? And what's the trajectory for fair trade in our 25th year and beyond? 2019 is an opportune year for asking these questions as we celebrate our quarter century anniversary of fair trade in the UK. During this time, fair trade has grown from a niche movement synonymous with church halls and bitter coffee to the world's most recognised food certification scheme, with nearly 2 million farmers and workers benefiting from fairer prices and improved working conditions, and retail sales of fair trade certified products approaching 8 billion euros in 2018 alone. While Fairtrade started by asking consumers where the coffee beans in their cups came from, today we're asking about the gold in our iPhones and the cotton in our jeans. These commodities too are often underpinned by small-scale producers at the end of complex, opaque global supply chains. Indeed, in all, there are nearly 500 million smallholder farmers and workers globally who grow 90% of the cocoa we consume, 80% of the coffee and dozens of other cash crops from nutmeg to tea, bananas and beyond. Yet many of these farmers live on $2 a day or less, and over half of these farmers will regularly experience a period of sustained hunger at least once a year. These stark figures were the driving force for Fairtrade's creation 25 years ago, and their confrontation remains at the heart of our work today. Taking the long view and looking ahead to the next 25 years, There are three trends among many which we think will shape our work and the experience of smallholder farmers. Firstly, the rise of technology in food supply chains, including blockchain, presents both new opportunities and new risks for farmers. On the plus side, blockchain-backed systems have the potential to increase transparency in global supply chains, helping businesses better understand and track the produce they source. At the same time, we need to critically ask who benefits from the use of new technology and avoid the tendency to deploy ultra-high-tech solutions in isolation from, or as a substitute to, addressing the imminent needs farmers face. Fair prices, more productive farms, and alternative sources of income away from harvest season are real needs today, which are affected more by human decisions about where value should be allocated than any one piece of tech. Secondly, we see the rise of in-house business sustainability schemes, Large companies such as Mondelez, who own Cadbury's, Toblerone and a host of other household brands, have multi-year, multi-million dollar sustainability programmes which seek to benefit the farming communities which they source from. 
there is huge potential for businesses to lead the way in a race to the top of the sustainability ladder through such approaches. At the same time, these schemes need to focus not just on responsible practices at the farm level, but on responsible sourcing too, ensuring the price farmers receive is fair and in tune with the sentiment of creating a truly sustainable livelihood for farmers to benefit from. Businesses who authentically target positive change for people and planet alongside profits are more likely to appeal to the next generation of consumer, which is a third trend we note for the years ahead. Today we see Western Millennial and Generation Z consumers taking more direct interest in where products come from and the ethical DNA of local and global brands. At the same time, historic distinctions between poor producing countries and rich consuming countries are beginning to creak at the seams, with the emergence of large middle-class consumer bases in countries like India and Brazil, who at once house some of the world's richest people alongside millions of the world's poorest farmers. Looking ahead to the next 25 years, the support for fair trade, which started in quaint English villages, may be overtaken by a new generation of campaigners and conscious consumers on the bustling streets of Bangalore or Sao Paulo. At its core, fair trade was, and will remain, a simple way of securing a fair deal for the farmers who grow the food we love. So when you're next out shopping, remember the farmer who grew your food and the good news story that you can be part of through your everyday consumption choices by choosing fair trade. Thank you for listening to this Planet Pod short. You can download further episodes from our website, theplanetpod.com, and follow us on Twitter at planet underscore pod. Please do rate and review this episode, and we look forward to you joining us again soon.